Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. 2 Samuel chapter 18 verse 3. 2 Samuel 18 verse number 3. Watch what the Bible said. But the people answered, Thou shalt not go forth. For if we flee away, they will not care for us. Neither if half of us die, will they care for us. But now thou art wet ten thousand of us. Therefore now it is better that thou succor us out of the city. And the king said unto them, What cement you best, I will do. Praise the Lord. Keys to the anointing. One of the effects of the anointing is that the anointing makes the anointed to exist as a distinguished, profitable citizen of planet Earth. <laughs> The anointing makes the anointed exist as a distinguished, profitable citizen of planet Earth. David is here, he's a king, and he's fought many battles, he's killed a lot of people, but a time came. When he was almost at the point of being killed. And when his people saw that David was no longer needed in the battlefield. They told him that we don't want you to accompany us to any battle again. Why? For if we are in a battle and we start fleeing. The enemy will not care about us. If half of us die, they will not care about us. But you, David, you are worth 10,000 of us. Therefore, stay home. We'll go and fight. That you are profitable to our generation, to the planet. Some people must not die early. Because of the anointing that is upon them. They have become like a distributory channel. And the anointing has made them profitable citizens. Profitable members of the family. Profitable members of the church. Of the group. Of your network. When they are there. According to the fighters. He is worth 10,000 of them. That is to say that. They can kill even half of them. And they, they, they don't even remember they have killed human beings. They, if they run, there's no problem. But if David runs from a battle, they will say they can run. 
If David alone dies, it's big news. So you see that in this life, there are people who are, their existence is profitable to their generation. And when it is so, every other person wants to protect them. I'm praying that that shall become your story. Yeah. There's a way that God can anoint you and raise you to a point where you will become profitable, where you will become relevant to your generation. The anointed man is not ordinary. It's not a liability to his generation. It's not a liability to the earth. The anointed is a blessing and not a burden. When you appear in your family, it's like a Nijenaba. All human beings are human beings. But when some people appear, it's like a human being just appeared. It's like life just appeared. It's like solution appeared. The anointing can give you wisdom that one counsel from you. It's just a global business for somebody. And we don't want such people to die. May this anointing that makes you a profitable citizen of your generation. Let it locate your head. That amen is not coming out at all. You are going to stand out in Jesus name. (laughs) Profitable citizen. Please take your seat. Too profitable. Too blessed to die early. Too blessed to be ignored. Too blessed not to be noticed. Too blessed not to be protected. Too blessed not to stand out. The anointed crosses the boundary from liability to an asset. You are worth 10,000. Any time one David is standing because of the anointing upon his head, it's like 10,000 people. That it, it is possible for your, your productivity to be measured as the accumulation or the cumulative effect of 10,000 people. One person. Now, if your effect is equal to that of 10,000 people, this church, our membership is not 10,000 yet. Now, if one, one person like you, any time you do... <coughs> It's like 10,000 people have coughed. It's too much. If you watch a singer like Nathaniel Bassi, now, when he now does <coughs> 3 million, he does 10 million views, 5 million views. Sinatch, he does <coughs> God by the anointing you can become you can gain the capacity of millions into your personal container that what many people have to become or to achieve becomes your simple achievement because the anointing has a way of blowing you up and making you that profitable are you here? And I see that it's going to happen for you. That's why you see that there are some entrepreneurs. All their businesses are big. Because whatever is helping them is helping them very well. 
Look at Israel. Small country. Very small in the midst of countries that don't like them. But they can't do anything about it. Too much oil on their head. And they are so profitable that no matter, even when they are wrong, America will come and do one nice press conference. Because they are profitable. You, you can't talk science. Anything here on earth without thinking about Israel. Don't be so matter. When there is oil upon you, in their land full of gravels, we have black soil here. Charlie, loamy soil. The tomato is even struggling to grow. With their no soil, no. Oh, Israel. Too anointed. That anointing is coming upon you in Jesus' name. You need to value the anointing. No matter who you are, what makes you sustain your profitability in a world of changing seasons is anointing. Or else, me as a pastor, I can't be preaching every Sunday so that you come and listen to what? <laughs> that you come and listen to what? We can't be singing every Sunday so you come and listen to You have the CD in your house. So you come and listen to what? But there is something called the anointing. When it is upon you, you are like a product that people can never have enough of. They have consumed since the day they were born and they always want more. They always want more. You, are, you, are, you have an element in you that makes people have an insatiable want of whatever God has put on you. And they, it's like, they are there, they are listening, they are there. Ah, I miss the voice of this person. Let they, they can hear somebody singing the original musical and they want to listen to it in the voice of somebody else. That's an anointing right there. Somebody can say, imagine the song on the lips of Brother, you <laughs> from today may you sing, but next time when you get a mic, try singing something. It will happen in Jesus' name, <laughs> as occasion demands. Hey, yes. So you see that. <laughs> It's anointing. Or sometimes when you are watching football, you say you can imagine this this player in this team. But no matter their skill, the team has not seen them. And somebody be the team cannot even let him sit on the bench. They are playing the person. You know, it's not a good player, but something. And the coach feels like if they make that person sit down, they will lose. So even though it doesn't make sense to include them, you, you don't have any choice than to include them. And some better people are somewhere. 
I'm just trying to let you know that the race really is not to the swift. Something has come upon you. Yeah. If you are looking at your abilities and your certification and your foundation and wherever you come from to rise, oh, they will really see that men of skill don't get anywhere near they are appreciating skill. You see that somebody there, Monsieur, are you drawing him on a painting? A be to talk to baby. Then you know, almost a skill. It's a new style. Sometimes I wonder when people who buy painting, what they are buying for. The, the thing is that it's just paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. They buy ten million dollars a chai. Now, how? It's all yellow. I will never buy you buy the century. I just want my friend put it somewhere. What are you talking about? Buy paint for what? Atifatabi. Sometimes I really wonder. People will kill for painting. They will bid for painting. No easy. They will bid it. 500,000. Someone will say, no, we'll say 1 million. 2 million. It will be going 5 million. We just be bidding, 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 bidding. They will unveil the painting. Oh, when the tin in the night. Hi. It's like whoever painted it has charmed everybody. It's an anointing. If you don't appreciate it, you don't appreciate it. Like me, I don't appreciate it. But the people who appreciate it, oh, the, the painting of the sun, China, a freaky woman. Yes. Ah, you say that. Oh, now, lady, when you turn my hand, why? Oh. Wait, what musical note is that? I said, Oh, my name is Anu with Jemu. Oh, my son with Jemu. That's what I'm talking You will be complaining. Sir, oh, no. And you will be coming from the floor. Oh, my son, tell me about it. Oh. I said, Whoever you are, whatever you are, receive an anointing on your head. Receive an anointing. Receive an anointing. With the anointing making us that relevant and profitable, we need to know what it takes to walk in this anointing. Praise the Lord. At the first service, we learned that from First Samuel chapter 9, the whole week we've been dealing with First Samuel chapter 10. But for the keys, we started from chapter number 9 to try to trace through what are the processes that got this brother, Saul, to be the first anointed king of Israel? And we said for the first key is that anybody who would be anointed must have a deep pursuit after the Holy Spirit. Your pursuit must be after the Holy Spirit. I've told every singer in this church, the day that you come up here singing, thinking that I want to be a blessing unto the people, you have missed it. The Bible says that, and they, they called them and they ministered unto the Lord. Your first involuntary motive should be that I am here 
to minister unto the heart of the Lord. Bible says that we have been created to create pleasure unto God. We are instrument of pleasure unto God. So God first. If you miss that, that's when you become like you want to become a showstopper, a game changer. In your mind, you even think you are blessing the people, but the anointing is for you to pursue God in a deeper dimension. And if you don't have it like that, you see that because the people are responding, you may have lost your devotion in the private place and you don't care. Because in, in your mind, so you just lose it. But you always have to appraise yourself with God. When I ministered to his heart, what was the response of heaven? Was God enjoying our fellowship? So even though you are standing here, your real congregation is the host of heaven. That helps you to pursue. And as, as long as you keep pursuing God in a deeper dimension. You see, nobody can drink deeper with God and be shallow before men. That's why you see some people, they just take anything. They just say, that, Imagine that in the voice of a Pentecost apostle. Now, it's, it's like, he just, he's not seeing man. His pursuit is God. So from the private place, some people never sing in the private place. They only sing in the public place. Never have a devotion, a connection. It's only when we come outside, we display the anointing. That, you can be running and the oil will be reduced. You see, when petrol is even small, it still doesn't affect your acceleration. Car can still be running. It's just that it will stop. It will still, speed is not a sign that you are still anointed and you are still connected. It's not a sign. So you yourself must have that spiritual intelligence to know that I need to be connected to the source. And in the first service, I told them, I said, you can be around fire and feel hot when you are not a firewood. So the fact that the anointing be also in your mind, so check your connection. Even though you are hot, you may not be, you may not be the reason why the place is hot. So your pursuit of God, pursuit of the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord. Second one, we said that you have to be loyal to the Father's work. Your Father's work. God's work here. Because that guy went out in chapter 9, verse number 2 and 3. He went out looking for the lost sheep of his father. So to, to be anointed, you must have loyalty to the Father's business in verse 3. And we learned a lot. You need to listen to the first service tape. In this service, the key that is going to make you walk in the anointing is called humility. What's the key? Humility. It's humility. In verse 6 to 10 of First Samuel chapter 9, let's read it very carefully. It said, and he said unto him, behold now, there is in this city a man of God. And he is an honorable man, 
All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go hither. Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servant. But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels. And there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. That will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Now, before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called what? A seer. Verse number 10. Then said Saul to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. What's the point? The point is that the servant is not the son of Kish, Saul's father. He's just a servant. And of course, in those days, when they said somebody was a servant, it could be as bad as a slave working for somebody. Now, he happens to be sent along with Saul, the son of Kish. And on their way, they have roamed everywhere. They went to Shalisha, Shalim, Benjamin, and they didn't find the animals that were missing. So Saul now proposed that, look, let us go back to my father so that he doesn't stop caring for the animals and start caring or worrying about us. Then the servant said, boss, don't you think it will be a great idea for us to seek the counsel of the prophet in the city? And so I said, eh, okay. What, when we go to the prophet, what are we going to give to the prophet? Since all our money and our bread is finished. So let's go home. And the servant said, sorry, Saul. I have a quarter of a shekel of silver. I know you are the rich man, but this is a small man's money. But we can give this one to the prophet on your behalf. He said, eh. But see that the original plan is that let's go back home. And to go forward is by the suggestions of this servant who is of no standing. And yet, the son of Kish, the royal child, the man that God wants to make king in Israel, humbled himself to the suggestions of a servant of no standing to make progress. That is why until you are humble, you don't resemble Christ. And until you are humble, you are far from anything called grace. For he gives grace to the humble. The proud he will resist. Long before God will anoint you, he's looking at the humility in your heart. 
And sometimes little anointing in your life is a test of your humility. And so he will just give you something. So please check, check that in the Bible. Let me just say it again. I feel like preaching because this time, you know, on every 23rd May, you know, here, you, know, you have to preach. You have to understand God's modus operandi. That any time devil wants to test a man, he brings a negative temptation. He entraps you, ensnares you. He will just give you one um, sponsorship. But it's a pit. To look like it's something, but he just wants to kill you. So, devil will bring negativity to, to tempt you. But any time God himself wants to test you. And most of the time, when devil wants to really deal with you and test you, he will redraw from you. He will, he will take away. From, he's a thief. He's a taker. That's devil for you. He wants to kill your child so that your faith will move away from God. Are you here? When God wants to test you, he wants to give you a child and see what you will do. When you have a child, what you will do. Devil wants to kill your child so that you move away from God. God wants to give you a child to see whether you will still be there. That's why God says that he that is faithful with the little. Because God will first give you the little. To check your faithfulness. So the reason why some people cannot be anointed into a higher level is that. Managing the little anointing. You have become a hand time. It's a Greek word. For pride, arrogance, you have become haughty, you have become hot headed. It's like your boss, you're Put your hand on here and say, God, have mercy on me. I'll go back to the altar and say, Mercy and atonement. <laughs> Beautiful. Please, let's have a conversation. If, and you see, humility is not a gift of the spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. Watch this. In verse number 19 of Galatians chapter 5, he said, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness. Jump to verse number 21. In 21, it says something. It says that, Envies, madness, 22. And he's saying that, but the fruit of the spirit is love. Is what? The next thing is what? Joy. Then what? Peace. Then what? Longsome. Then what? Gentleness. Then what? Then what? Faith. Now, other translation talks about this verse 23. Please give me verse 23. It says that the next one is called what? Meekness. It's called what? Meekness. I can't hear you. Meekness. Now, please go back. Let me show you something. 22. See, you see where faith is? Faith is faith and temperance in the next verse. Please watch it. Bible eh, is not the writing of a foolish man. 
who writes anyhow without consequence. The Bible is systematic, is deliberate, intention, is the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So he's saying that the man that has the fruit of the Spirit, well, you can say plenty. But if you want to see a man who is humble, one, check their faith on the left. Check their temperance to the right. That is, you can never say you are humble when you are a person who is faithless. Two, when you are a person who is hot-tempered. How do we see your humility? When one, two, now I plug it. One, two, now I plug it. One, two, now I plug it. How? That a, a sign of your faith is that you are able to exercise patience under pressure. Temperance under pressure. One, two, now we One, two, now we kotosutro. One, two, now kasakasa. One, two, now kasakasa. That is not, it doesn't matter how correct your motive is. If you can have what is called self-control, you can never be seen to be humble. That's what I'm preaching right now. And please, this is not a gift is given. A fruit is born. So God can give you all the gift, word of knowledge, prophecy, blah, blah. They are gifts. But when it comes to fruit, you, the believer, must bear it. That loving people is your responsibility. Having humility is your responsibility. That's why anointing is not for babies. It's for mature people. Because it takes mature people to bear fruit. Do you know that a six-year-old girl cannot give birth? Hello, talk to me now. You have to cross a certain line. For the element, your reproductive system... To be ready to accommodate some form of fruits, true or false. When you are a baby, fine. But once you cross a particular line, it is expected of you. It is expected. Please tell somebody that it is expected of you to show some signs of humility. Is it powerful already? Yeah. So. Saul is walking with a servant and he's ready to listen to the servant. Please, brother, that you are the husband does not mean be arrogant to. Anointing will be far away from you. That you are the madam. Talk to your partner anyhow because he's a Christian and he's afraid of divorce. As you are then, you have already been divorced. <laughs> Just that we have not executed the divorce. That's why some people are there. But in the mind of the man, I don't have a wife. In the mind of the wife, I don't have a husband. Because, because you are that arrogant that when they even correct you, you go back to your spitting like a pig. And it is this lack of humility that makes people continually relapse. Because in your mind, you don't think that the people you are dealing with have any measure to receive anything that they are asking of you by way of character. So you feel like, hey, 
my position covers me. No, your position will cover you as long as the people you are dealing with, for instance, your wife sees that you are a husband. The day that she will no longer see you as a husband again, you don't have any position. It's gone. That's why you can't lead people in fear. You can't use fear threat to lead people. The day that they will hear Pastor Francis preach and they become bold. You don't have anybody leading again. Yeah. It's easier to lead people when they are free. When they are bold. When they are faith. When they are not afraid of anything. It's easier. Everybody is free. Be free. Christ has made you free. Be free. Don't you know I'm the husband? I'm the pastor. As the pastor, no. As the pastor. Charlie, as the pastor, you can't once a while. <laughs> Even God is there. I'm your God. He just says it once a while. Come, let's read it together. So you need to be humble. When you are not humble, devil doesn't fight you. Please write it somewhere. Your distraction is as a function of your own internal working mechanism. Pride goes before a fall. And a haughty man will be destroyed. You don't need a 